Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Sports Radio 610 presents Payne and Pendergast. So as we uh, as we sit here, uh, Mike McCarthy, uh, the headline on TV right now, Mike McCarthy returning to Cowboys for a fifth season. Um, the uh, Eagles are going to be, it looks like, as of right now, retaining Nick Sirianni. So you've got these perennial playoff teams that are just completely distraught with their head coaching situations. At least the fan bases are. No hope. No hope for those teams. Meanwhile, the Texans have a head coach who in the last 24 hours has one of the best viral videos floating around with him in there. Um, here is D'Amico Ryans, courtesy of NFL Films, instructing Christian Harris exactly what to do if, it's, if they get a certain look with Joe Flacco under center Here's what you're going to do, Christian Harris, and you're going to intercept the football. You just hang right there and just play the quarterback. Mm-hmm. Play the quarterback. As soon as he snap, step in front of it, go pick. Yes, sir. Tell you. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Fourth and two from the Browns, 33. It's picked off. Here we go to the left, 25, 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown, Christian Harris. Second pick, six of the game. Zone defense. So here's Harris. His eyes are on the quarterback. And at the last minute, he breaks underneath in front of the intended target, Harrison Bryant. Just had to run you over. I know. I'm sorry, baby. It's, uh, you know he's excited out here. Yeah, that's that. I got you. Yeah, no, no, please don't. No. Yeah, that last part. <laughs> sorry. That last part's the referee, the linesman. Sorry about that. Um, the uh, D'Amico, in his, in his exhilaration, uh, almost ran over the linesman. Yeah, that's my way of saying go find the video and watch it. It's really, really good. It's uh, it's really good, and it's uh, I, I got a kind of a good illustration of how D'Amico's worked with the linebackers this year, and Christian Harris is his ability to uh, kind of capitalize on the information D'Amico has given him because it was it, the the part that they would have cut out from that was exactly which. Which coverage they were playing um, versus which formation? Uh, like Flacco, there's a reason Flacco has thrown as many interceptions as he has in his career. There's some predictable elements to him, and like what smart defensive coordinators and smart defensive players do is at times they'll dictate terms to the quarterback. They bait him into they bait him into what they want. Linebackers can do it with alignment a lot because a quarterback will kind of make a pre-snap judgment. He'll look, he'll take a quick scan, see where the linebacker is, and just assume he's got a window there. Like, if, if I had one criticism of Christian Harris on that play, it would be that, like, man, 
It was so obvious that he knew what was coming. You make it look like he you're just, doing something. He just stood there. Yeah. He stood there absolutely still while everybody else was flying around getting to their spot. It's jarring. Yeah, so um so there's like credit both to Miko Ryan's and Christian Harris there, but also that you know, you gotta you gotta be careful as a coach in exactly how much information you give your players. And you know, uh, like as simple and straightforward as that seemed right there, he's also telling Christian Harris, you know, in this situation, this down and distance, um, this personnel grouping, all of those things. If you start to give a young guy that doesn't have everything else nailed down that information, it's going to confuse him and it's going to screw him up. And that's what we've seen with the Texans defense over the course of the season, especially these last few weeks. I think D'Amico has felt a little bit more comfortable disguising things in the secondary, rotating safeties, doing a lot of stuff that's a little bit higher level and can confuse a can confuse a quarterback that he couldn't he couldn't get away with doing it earlier in the year because guys would just make mental errors. There was this week after week, remember, where it was just these blown coverages. This, this, the play action was just destroying them. Um, and like that part, it's it's gotten to be a smarter football team in these last few weeks. Yeah, yep, for sure. Um, text message. Curious your thoughts on this, Seth. With Collins, with Nico Collins probably being the main priority for Baltimore, who do you think or expect to really step up and make a difference and help elevate the offense? So who who of the non-Nico people? I don't. I think the. I think the. I'm not giving you a non-answer here. I think the important thing is that you don't know. Uh, like, if I can answer that question, then I'm damn sure Mike McDonald, the defensive coordinator for the Ravens, could answer that question. I think that one really promising thing from last week was that, you know, John Mechie getting open was, he was schemed open. Yeah. Um, and, and like, they took advantage of some of the tendencies of the Ravens, uh, cornerbacks and defensive backs to play aggressively more towards Nico and, and others, and they, and they freed John Mechie. So I would say, Either John Mechie again, Xavier Hutchinson. And I don't say, like, breakout is a, a misnomer. I think just those guys are going to get opportunities. Yeah, here, here's a I'll, I'll give you an answer. Yeah. I'll give you a specific name. Who do you think or expect to really step up and make a difference and help elevate the offense? The answer is Bobby Slowick. Yeah. That's the answer. Bobby yeah. Slowick. Seeing certain things out there that you can scheme up, get John Mechie in the, you know, in that in that gap right there in the defense, get Robert Woods open for a crosser. Yeah. Find that you could do, run the play, the Dalton Schultz play. Man, they showed that on the NFL films. The Dalton Schultz touchdown, and yeah. they showed D'Amico mic'd up on that. And he's okay. like, Man, great call, Bobby. Great call, and Bobby. No, and this is the other thing you have to think of. All right. So Bobby Sloak yesterday, I'll say C.J. Stroud, because Bobby Sloak yesterday talked about how, um, you know, how smart C.J. has gotten, how they can communicate, you know, at a different level, and that he's not really a rookie anymore. He's not operating a rookie. I would say that Brock Purdy and Tua Tungavailoa are not as advanced with their football intelligence yet in their offenses as C.J. Stroud is. And I think that when a really smart defensive coordinator faces a guy, faces a scheme with which he's somewhat familiar, and faces quarterbacks that still are still are growing, um, and I mean CJ's still growing, but I do think CJ's going to be a, a, a little bit more capable and able to actually work through progressions. Like old school, going through your progressions is making a comeback. For a while, things had turned into like, well, you just you know you kind of see what you got pre snap, and then you then you can eliminate the first and second read and know that you're going immediately to the third. It's getting to be a little bit more because 
these defenses are doing such a good job of disguising and playing more zone and all that. It's getting to be back to where you got to actually go through your progressions. And CJ's really good at it. Remember that audio we played yesterday of EJ Speed, the linebacker yes. from the from the Colts, yeah. talked about how degrading it was. Degrading. I couldn't think kid, of the word. This guy gets to his degrading. third read. You know how degrading it is yeah. when, a, when a guy gets to his third read? CJ does it. It does it like as he's about to get hit. That's where I think the difference can be between the Dolphins and the 49ers is that those guys are still playing with uh, with with younger quarterbacks mentally, I think. where That's I think, something else because those yeah. two guys have been in that oh, offense yeah. for two years now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and they're very good. It's just that, I mean, with Tua... Separate topic. Watch Tua play. Like I don't know. Like every time you watch, every time you actually watch a complete Tua game, you're like, "What with this? Right? Like I feel like fifth pick in the draft. If you can, you can just loft it up there to those two speed demons. Sure. Yeah. Remember when people were tanking for Tua back in the day? Yeah, I know, but I know people were talking about it as an MVP candidate early I, dude, this dude, I know. I'm with you. And I, but then you watch the games, yeah. and you're like, oh, my God. Yeah. Like, slap that down into any other offense with normal right. personnel or anything, right. and he's getting just – he's going to get destroyed. I'm with you. Yeah. I'm with you. Um, national attention for the Texans. Colin Cowherd's come all the way around now on the Texans. Herd hierarchy. Where are the Texans in the herd hierarchy? Number seven. But I like Houston. They've won four of their last five. They do not turn the ball over. 14 giveaways all year. And C.J. Stroud, um, here's one of the amazing things. is I don't know if I've ever seen a rookie quarterback throw the deep ball as well. On throws 15-plus yards down the field. (laughs) It's a passer rating of 124. That's crazy. In the AFC. So... Again, live dog, Houston 7. Okay. And good good job by Cowherd not mentioning that Jared Goff is C.J. Stroud's comp. I guess yeah. the first cut we played of Cowherd where he hasn't mentioned that. I was looking. Uh, you know, he he actually he started citing Lance more often now because he was saying, like, he uh, – he was saying forever, like, Jared Goff is the comp. Jared Goff is the comp. And like, it was like, some, it like it was a Lance. commandment or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, no, I think that's, that's the whole thing. Like, I think, I think it's a valid, I do think it was a valid comparison. Like, if for like projecting everything, I totally think it was a valid comparison. It's that, like, Coward, because this is what I know Lance wouldn't want. Lance doesn't want you to take that comp and be like, that's exactly the same guy. He'll, he'll, uh, forever. Those draft analysts hate when that yeah. happens. Yeah. Like, people, Act like you make that comp. Like a lot of them hate making the comp because then people act like, well, Jared Goff didn't do this or Jared Goff didn't do that. Um, I like, and, and it's ironic that now, like, as Colin Coward is abandoning that, like, Jared Goff is actually doing pretty damn yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's one of the ones still standing, just so, like CJ. Brock Purdy, very good with a deep ball. CJ Stroud, very good with a deep ball. The, yep. common, the common trait there, again, is okay, Kyle Shanahan offense. The, the fact that they use play action so well, um, and that sometimes it's frustrating because it feels like you're running the ball even when it's not working, but it does. It sets up the play action, and it's just one of the it's one of the weirdest rules in football. But it's true. It doesn't matter if you're running the ball effectively to set up the play action. You just have to show that you're committed to running the because because got linebackers and safeties can't help it. They're just they're gonna if it looks like run, they're gonna come up and they're gonna bite. Coaches can tell them to ignore it, and sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. Um, but it's just got to be a commitment to the run. And because the Texans have committed to the run, that it sets up the play action really well. But then also I think they, they've also gotten better in the run game over the year too. That's the hard part where it just takes patience is that these guys need reps. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. 
Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Shannon Sharp. Here was Shannon Sharp on his podcast he does with uh, – what's up? I'm sorry. Just, yeah, CJ's child this year was – in a lot of the different metrics on deep ball, is basically second to Brock Purdy. Yeah. And, and throws 20-plus yards. Yeah, man. 124 passer rate. I don't care if it's schemed open or you're you – know, it's because of the quarterback. That's that's pretty damn good. When I was looking at those stats yesterday, it's, it's a good reminder. I always have to remind myself sometimes that, like, like – Fifty. If you were fifty percent in your deep balls, that would be like all time phenomenal. Yeah, right, like right. If you're thirty, I think I think CJ's in the thirty somewhere, which is like one of the very highest completion percentages on deep balls. It's just that, uh, yeah, like I, I always feel when somebody misses a deep ball, I get I get irrationally angry about the quarterback not having it. But it's just that's the way it goes. Yeah, one twenty four passer rating with not a good completion percentage. I mean, but they're huge chunk plays, and he doesn't turn the ball over. Like yeah. he, his well, no, 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 he has a good completion percentage. It's just. You, I mean, I'm, I mean, as far as passer, like the, when you calculate passer rating, thirty something percent hurts your passer yeah. rating. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's, you know. So, anyways, I'm probably getting too deep in the weeds on the numbers. Um, here's Shannon Sharp gushing about C.J. Stroud in the. Oh, Texans. you know what? What makes the Texans scary? But they don't ever know they're not supposed to be here. <laughs> That's the problem. Somebody forgot to tell them. You got a rookie head coach and a rookie quarterback. You're not supposed to be this good right now. And if they don't turn the ball over, in which they don't. I mean, C.J. Stroud doesn't turn the ball over. He protects the ball. Man, it's C.J. C.J.'s rookie of the year. Oh, yeah. They earned the right to be in the playoffs, and they earned a victory. Ain't no deserve at this point in time. You earn it. You don't get it. Deserve, deserve what? You earn what you get. Houston fans, y'all don't have a problem. Absolutely. For the next (sighs) decade. Houston, you got a problem. You don't. Houston, we you got a solution. A I know, but even just alluding to it, I don't know. I kinda Noah like Eagle did that after Christian Harris's interception on the NBC broadcast. You say Houston is the problem. He's something like, yeah, it I was some it. allusion to. Uh, I don't mind it. I like get... it when they say Houston. Houston is a problem. I like that. You do? Yes. Okay. What's wrong with that? That's, that's, that's taking a negative and turn. That's a that's a. Do we just got to get the whole? Should we just gotta stop connecting right Houston with problems? Let's move on to you something think, else. You think Cindy Crawford gets tired of hearing about her sexy mole? Probably. She yeah, she might actually. Uh, yeah. Yeah, she might. She might. Um, Does she still have it? Maybe. I think so. Yeah, she's in those rooms to go commercials all the time. She still looks really good. She looks amazing. Yeah. She did you know her husband was a model? Sounds about right. That's how they met, like okay. a long time ago, I guess. Yeah, I always thought he was a billionaire or something. Maybe he maybe is. Maybe he's now. a billionaire model. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. He's not, yeah, yeah. I always thought male models were like uh, notoriously dumb, though. They're not. 
Or is that just because that's Zoolander? I'm All right. Really, that's just, yeah. I'm thinking of Zoolander. Male, Why are you asking no, me about male, male models? Male porn stars are notoriously dumb. Um, That's probably because true. Because back in the day, back before Viagra yeah. especially, it was just kind of like, you got to you gotta have There's one trait you need. self-consciousness. Yes. And to have that, yep. uh, it helps to be kind of dumb. One psychological trait yeah. and one physical <laughs> yeah, trait. Yeah, that's yeah. all you need. Um, here's one more national gushing about C.J. Stroud and the Texans. Chris Long. Chris Long comparing C.J. to dot, dot, dot. He was the first guy, and this is where I was like, okay, yeah, he's him, as they say. Yeah. He goes to Cincinnati, and the performance that he put on there was incredible, and I was like, the first guy since the guy on the other sideline to remind me of the guy on the other sideline and Joe Burrow <laughs> right. and C.J. Stroud. And you know who Joe Burrow reminded me of when he came to the league was Tom Brady. Hold on one second. Wait, wait. Yeah. That's a, that's a statement that people won't understand. You're saying C.J. Stroud, as a rookie, has shown some traits we've seen from a guy like Tom. Some traits. You know, yeah. some people can say he's going to win six, seven championships. <laughs> I don't know in this day and age. But what I do know is he's got that third dimension kind of deal with the quarterback where it's not just what do you see, where to go with the ball. He's an artist, too. He's a leader. He's having guys over to dinner every yeah. night. He's got a, a chef at the house. I wish I was his teammate. I mean, <laughs> he's a leader, but yeah. he's also got those innate pocket mobility traits where he's able to buy himself time. His, his eyes are always downfield, and that's a play caller's best friend, too, because yeah. he can get you out of a lot of trouble. It's an offensive line, offensive line's best friend, and the playmakers love him too the one thing that i really like about <laughs> the way they call roughing the quarterback these days is that there have been there have been some moments just in the last couple games since he came back from concussion where he made some really nice throws and basically got a, a tap on the chest you know because these guys are coming up the gut and he hits it he, he throws makes the throw falling away from contact but that's it he falls down to the turf that's where like learning how to learning how to fall, doing the Tua thing this offseason for CJ, it pays extra dividends these days because there's nobody landing on top of you. You can as long as you fall properly, like including in that Jets game, honestly, like I think I think that CJ will look at that play in the offseason, or maybe already has, I think, and, and look at him and be like, okay, I could have fallen differently. I could have anticipated that hit. Because, because Quinn Williams didn't land on me. You know, he was trying to come off of me. Like you can you can fit. You can figure out how to fall properly, and like he'll be able to keep doing this for a long time. You can stand in there and be much braver without having to get so physically destroyed. Especially, yep. especially now that next year he'll have a little bit of name brand appeal. Oh, of, so you're saying he'll get like the LeBron calls in an NBA a game? Bit, yeah. yeah, like star treatment. Because he's not big enough. He's not big enough to be a big dude that like uh, that that doesn't get the calls. He doesn't get like the Shaq treatment or the Cam Newton treatment or even like Andrew Luck really in, in some way because Andrew Luck was so big. I, like he took a lot of abuse that didn't always get called. Um, CJ's like he's not that robust, so I would I would advise him don't don't get any more yoked in the offseason. Say oh, okay. like Stay give your exact same body type. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like he's that. He's thicker, but he doesn't look like uh, he's not muscular, muscular. You no, know? no, yeah. no. Uh-uh. Um, all right, Payne and Pendergast with you on a Thursday. I, in my mind, there's three Cinderella teams still left in the playoffs. Texans, Packers, Buccaneers. Those are the three Cinderella teams. Are the Texans America's favorite Cinderella team of these three? We'll make the case next. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. 
conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 